Welcome to another episode of Cogs, that's Conversations of Great Significance. With I'm Mike. I'm Adam. And I'm Tony. What do you guys want to talk about today? Well, I mean, can we first start out that it's 2023. First podcast of the new year. Been uh, been an adventure last uh, last year, I should say, but... Uh, been a lot of big changes. Yeah. Been a lot of big changes. We started a podcast. That's true. Very true. I got older. About switched, a year. I switched jobs. About a year. <laughs> yeah, you switched jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Me either. Yeah. No. I mean, but you know, some of these guys like to jump jobs often, and you know, I mean, that's, that's kind of like money. that's that's how Mike's doing it. Is you know, every eighteen to twenty years, <laughs> yeah. jobs. Yep, I'm gonna be rich by the time I retire. <laughs> wow. So it's just kind of crazy to think 2023. I don't know. It's just weird. It's a weird number. It's the year of Jordan. Twenty of them. Pretty excited. <laughs> Pretty excited about the Jordan year. Are they making a special Air Max for it? No, Jordan doesn't do Air Max. Air Max is a Nike. Jordan is his own actual brand. And yes, there are certain that'll be dropping out. Dropping. I'm sorry, not dropping out, but just dropping for the year of Jordan. So Speaking of, did you get that special pink cleaner to uh, get that last spot out on yours? So I wore them to work. <gasps> I wore my Air Max to work. That I had, the you know, special? The, the, the pork, house shoes you the, wore to work? The pork butt Air Max. <laughs> They will forever be known now at this point. I wore them to work, and as you guys all know, Mike and I worked together. Could you tell that they had ever been bathed in pig grease? Just on the top of the tongue. Like the part that's covered by your jeans? Yeah, when you had your pants down. I mean, your pant legs down. I could not tell. (laughs) Yeah, my pants were definitely up. Pant legs What do you guys do on those walks? (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, but like stuff. The other guy got his like face down in your. Yeah, no, he did. One of our coworkers was like, I wasn't sure if he was like really going to check him out. Maybe like get the toes. I wasn't sure what was going on here. Give you a little tickle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to pull out like a microscope or. Yeah, he was really. Glass. He was checking him out. Did no. he find it? No. Yeah. Well, he found that one spot. Uh, he did find the one little spot next to the. Uh, yeah, there's a, a spot on the toe box that's got a little bit of residue. Yeah. I have now since addressed that uh, with more magic paint cleaner and a brand new toothbrush nice and I, I can't see shit as it is so yeah he could have had a completely different shoe on i've been like <laughs> oh yeah it looks good it's funny when he got here today i did notice that his shoes match his sweatpants and his sweater he's a, one of them coordinators that's what i said him and his accessories yeah. <laughs> when i go shopping i'm like okay will these shoes match with all the other clothes i already own yes <laughs> buy them dibs yeah nope and i have bought a single pair of shoes to match a single shirt or a single sweater i believe that i literally i think i've bought the same pair of shoes for like the last seven sets just buying the same one over and over I, again. i can appreciate that uh, in a off weird way. amazon yeah like my god yeah, they work I, I can oddly appreciate that i have things like that that i'm, I'm very once i find something i like i'll stick with it um but i had a situation i'll tell you guys a quick story all right it's a little dark a little weird we had a neighbor that lived next to us that was an elderly woman what did i say elderly we're not that much older. But, you know, we're not talking like, you know, 90s. Well, you know, early 70s probably. And the Friday before New Year's, I was helping my son put up some posters up in his room, which overlooks the neighborhood turnout. We're like kind of on a circle. So you can see down like whenever, you know, all the cars go by, you can see out his window. So we see our neighbor pull up and she has now waiting to get into her driveway because there's a, a gray Jeep that is blocking her driveway. So she sits there and you can tell that I'll send you know, a couple minutes later and I'm like watching out because I'm kind of nosy. <laughs> so, you know, neighbor comes running out and moves the Jeep. No problem. So, me and Jay are still up there. I'm like, oh, hey, woo. give a little quick wave. How's it going? Yada, yada, yada. Two days later, right? That was a Friday. Sunday, my apologies, Monday, we get a knock on the door. And I was downstairs playing Forza in the basement. I don't know what Jay was doing, but that's what we were, what I was doing. Playing what? Playing Forza. Forza Horizon, motorsports game. Nope. Amazing game. 
Okay. One day we'll talk about one day we'll talk about video games, and I'll let you know how amazing Forza is. Um, it's really the only game I play. I just find it extremely hard to believe you've never heard of Forza. Forza. F O R Z A. And it's a sports game. It's a racing game. It's a racing game. It's been I thought you for said like sports game. Years. I'm sorry. No racing. No. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. You know, I mean, the headphones clearly don't help with amplifying my voice into your ears, so you know you actually are forced to listen to what I'm saying. I, I mean, get it. It's fine. Honestly, I've just never really been into racing games, so well, that's okay. But you know, Forza the racing game, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, we get this knock on the door. My wife yells down the stairwell into the basement where I'm down there playing games. Hurry up, come here. The cops are here. There is nothing that I have done as an adult man that causes any type of panic, at least in the last 15 years. That's good. That causes any type of panic. <laughs> that, but, you know, whenever they hear the cops at your door, you're kind of like, oh, shit. And right. I do have a teenage boy, so I'm kind of like, oh, man. Right. It's not just you you're worried about at this yeah, point. There, there's all kinds of things. But I know Jay is upstairs in his room because I've seen him in the last 15 minutes. Everything is all good. And I know that my wife is clearly okay because she's screaming at me. So I come upstairs. <laughs> Hurry up, get up here. I'm being put in handcuffs. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I go upstairs. Get your phone. <laughs> and the police officer, you know, kind of waves me out into the driveway. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go out there and I'm talking to the police officer. And then another police officer pulls up. And then another squad car pulls up. And now I'm kind of like, we haven't really started any conversation here. Uh-oh. Is what the hell did I do? Is it like weird tax evasion shit that maybe I didn't, maybe my CPA missed? I don't know. Well, they lured you out of your house, and now you're on public property. So now, now you're I'm still fa- in now my driveway. Now you're fair game. <laughs> so, so the police officer says, "Do you know your neighbor?" I said, "Yeah, I, I know, know her. I know of her. We're friendly <laughs> enough." Now we did help her a little bit whenever she had come home and she was in you know remission from cancer. We had helped her with some things. You know, uh, my son's taken her recycling up and down for in her garbage. You know, just little things like that. So friendly, all of, friendly neighbor stuff. Friendly neighbor stuff, but not really coming over for like, you know, game night. Right. Not inviting her to dinner. Um, when was the last time you saw your neighbor? And I'm like, oh, Friday between 1.45 and 3.15. I know this because my sports schedule with my son is really tight, so I have very little time to myself. That is, uh, makes you look very guilty that you knew that right off the top of your head. Uh, right. <laughs> so, uh, between 1.15 and 1.17, I saw her very clearly. <laughs> right, so then I explained the situation, you know, and the police officer's eyes kind of perk up, and I was like, okay, so cool. <laughs> You know, is there a problem? And I was like, the last time that I saw her, I was in that window pointing up to my son's window from the driveway. And I was like... With the binoculars. She was pulling in, (laughs) and there is a gray four-door Jeep Rubicon with black fuel wheels lifted, had a sticker in the lower, and the police officer goes... That's too much. Now I, huh, okay. I like ours. (laughs) Sometimes less is more, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But I know that I'm off the hook at this point. So anyway, they say they're there to do a wellness check. Okay, sure. So. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tip top, boss. Uh, Yeah, right. Never felt better. Feel rejuvenated. Might actually stick to the resolution this year. Uh, So I go back inside. Well, my wife starts taking in the Christmas tree that we have in the front so that she can see what's going on outside because once again, nosy neighbors. Um, Don't want to interact. We just want to know what the fuck's going on. So then about two hours later, squad cars come back, ambulance comes back, and then there's the son's car. So I give it about 10, 15 minutes. And then I go marching out my garage door and I'm like, walk up to the police officer. Hey, earlier, you know, some of you, you know, the sheriff was talking to me about, you know, whether or not, you know, she was okay. Just wanted to check in and kind of, you know, see if she's okay. I swear the police officer looks me dead in my eye and goes, nope, she's dead. (laughs) 
I mean, like, I hate to laugh about it because it's really dark and really morbid. But how many million other ways are there to say, no, she passed? Or, you know, no, I'm sorry. You know, the outcome is, is not good. You know, but nope, she's dead. It's very matter of fact. I ripped the bandaid off. I mean, he's not wrong. No, not God, wrong. Got his point across very clearly. <laughs> I, turns did you, out. Did you understand the message that he delivered to you? <laughs> Nailed it. <Yes>. Zero <laughs> comprehension issues, let me tell you. No confusion on that one. <laughs> nope. Loud and clear. 10-4, buddy. Got it. So, my question, and what I thought maybe we could talk about tonight, is if you had the opportunity to be immortal, would you take it? And I'm not talking like this vampire kiss bullshit to where you gotta, you know, stalk the night and suck the blood out of whatever. I'm talking about you get to be a normal human being. The only exception is... You are immortal. Now, since we always seem to apply a little bit of rules, the rule is right now your physical self is not going to change. Okay. Like you're you're not going to age physically or you're, you're not, not going to age. You know, you are going to be 37, 38, wherever you are, I don't know. I don't care. Um, forever, effectively. You're going to look that way, right? So your physical change your physical attributes is not going to age. Can you lose some weight? Sure. But you are not going to age past where you're at now. So you're hair doesn't get any grayer you're no wrink no more wrinkles nope, than you, you can have. grow your face your appearance can change like you know you can shave your beard for those of you assholes at the table that can grow them. um all of those things you can get haircut your hair is going to grow all that but you Speaking are going to yours be is a lot shorter than they used to be hey i got a topic here fucking pay attention my bad um that's right 2023 resolution keep tony in check 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 oh, i'm the one yeah, you, you. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it's definitely you. Let's talk about, you know, your favorite villain for okay. a week. Okay, I got two questions. Go for it. I got rules. One, yep. in, in some versions of immortality, you actually can, since you are immortal, you can actually heal from some of your... You I'm know, good with that. I'm know, good with that. Like if yes. you got a bad knee. You got a bad knee, that is like no longer like, an issue. You have these minor, like, self-healing abilities, right? For sure. You because, are not Because if you work. get stabbed, we're just going to walk around with a bunch of stab wounds. Like, you, no, you know, you no, 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 no. I'm... Right? I'm fully agreeing okay. with you. So your ailments, if you have arthritis, that's going to go away. You're going to feel good physically, but you're not going to change appearance. So it's almost Wolverine type mortality, immortality. Sure. So you can heal from stuff that would normally kill somebody. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So okay. if you went skydiving without a parachute, then you you're going to heal. You're still going to... Yeah. Okay. Second question. Yes. Is there an ability to opt out after you make your decision? So no. if you choose to be immortal, yes or no. you have to always, always. be immortal. If you choose no, you live your normal or you live at the typical path of a standard human in your situation. Okay. And I say that as in if you're in shitty poor health, then you're going to continue to be in shitty gonna, poor yeah. health. Yeah, but if you choose to be immortal, you're going to live forever. Cool. And we're talking what? end of time type shit. So there is literally nothing that can kill you. You can't go stand on the sun. I'm asking because that's a, I mean, that's a Beheading. Ex- Let's go Highlander rules. That's right. I got you're a dunk in the cloud. Let's you're just, just immortal. You're just, just immortal. Like that. You're overthinking it so that you can, you know, have a bunch of stuttering moments like your villain story. No, I'm just asking what the rules are. I'm just picking on your figure, you know. Because in Mendo. what his question was is, are you immortal? Like if you can choose to not be immortal, like say you lived a thousand years and you're yeah. like, Fuck yeah. this! I don't want to do this anymore. No, you nope. Well, I think that's the answer to the question. You cannot die. You cannot die. So even if you're blown into a billion little pieces, the magic that surrounds your immortality will pull all your little pieces back together. Okay. Okay. Right back so, where you're at. So right. even the beheading thing is not a thing.
thing. So, so you are yep. immortal until okay. the end of time. Until the end of time. Okay. Hell, I'll even, if you want to put a time stamp on it, 2,500 years. That's not immortal. Okay, you can be immortal forever and ever and ever. All right, okay. stick to let's, the rules. Let's yeah. go with forever and ever and ever. Let's scratch that, edit out the 2,500 years thing. To infinity and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, I can I go first? Yeah, I would love for you to go. First. Would you? Would. would you now? That's gonna make the podcast shorter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Tony will be able to steal all my fucking answers. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, because I finally get to shit on your answers now. <laughs> shit away, my friend. I'll have something for all your shits. Immortality. You taking it? I take it. Okay, go ahead. I want and I want Tony's answer before we start to debate this. Oh, I gotta give. Oh, you have to give a yes or no. I'll elaborate more. So, and and as will I. And I've thought about this very little because my last three days have been rough. But still, yeah, I put very little thought into this either. But no, I wouldn't. You would not. Mm -mm. I would. So we got one no and two yeses. Two yeses. Do you want me to go? go You kick off the conversation, and then because I have a couple minute thoughts, I think you're probably going to touch on. But I want to. uh, I have a little (laughs) bit of a different situation than you guys. I think. So the reason that I would pick to be immortal is. On one hand, if you don't and you just choose to live your life as it is, um, you're in a very small, tiny window of the human experience, period, right? Yes. And anything that good, bad, or indifferent that happens after our short lives are over, you would get no, you wouldn't get to experience that at all. And I understand there's going to be good times and I understand there's going to be bad times. Um, and you're going to get to the point where you might be the only human being left on earth. But if you're truly immortal, that also means that you could potentially see the rebirth of a whole new civilization or a whole new species or, you know, something pretty reckless and pretty wild. So the reason that I would say that a lot of people would probably choose not to is because of short-sightedness. That's my, because my initial thought is like, oh yeah, who would want to live in this world forever? But. So I thought about coming from a slightly different thought. Obviously you're going to watch your significant other grow old and die without you. Yep. Right? Many times. Many times. Many times. Now with me being the only one having a child here, that is where I would almost sway, where I really had a hard time thinking about this because watching my son grow old where I don't and then watching him die. My, my counter to that would be though. What if he's in a car accident? Well, not just that, but like opposite for us, like we don't have kids. And right. maybe, maybe we did not want them in this part of our existence, but maybe there's a different part of our existence where we would want kids and we would have that opportunity and we would be able to take it. Yeah. No, I, and I agree. And I mean, and I think that I had thought about too, you know, what all the different things that you're going to be able to see and witness and everything like that. And I mean, and but also the other side of it, and then I'll give you a chance, Tony. I know you're kind of, you're leaning forward. You're, you're ready to pounce there. I just wanted to, I had a question. Go for it. As an immortal, do you have immortal jizz? Like, are oh you, yeah. No, are you're you just not making another immortal. Okay, so you're yeah. not making more immortal people. No, see, okay. now that that might be a, a situation for <laughs> that, me because I mean, I had a I, I thought this question really was like, does your sperm never die? Like if you just go fucking skeeting on shit all over, like your little spermies <laughs> will always be alive. No, I was just wondering. Not making they're... more immortals, yeah, just right. that they're always alive. No, <laughs> no but... <laughs> I want to know if you make immortal spawns. That's what, that's what my question was. Is That completely threw off everything that I was thinking. It's <laughs> a great question, though. <laughs> it's a good one, right? But so think about, too, though, Wait, like how you're going to have to 
dodge the fact that people are going to eventually catch on that you are not growing old. You're going to have to switch professions. You're going to have to move. You're going to have to why bounce around everywhere. Why? You're going to be so you're just going to be out and about that everybody. I mean, you're going to be the circus sideshow. So there is actually a solve for that, and I forgot where I saw it in. But you just become your newest version because people will eventually forget. So in other words, when your people, the people that you love and care about, die off, then there's not going to be anybody that knew the previous version of you so you just become a new but there is but the, or, it's always going to be because their kids are going to know then their and, kids are going to know and that, but then you can know but at some point you could be like oh no that that was grandpa that's not me that was grandpa because you see an old picture okay you know when i was younger and i got a different hat on or i got what well, no no that was you your, your t-shirt that was your grandpa that was your great grandpa that, that guy had a mustache i don't yeah <laughs> you dumb kid hey, but i almost think that would be part of the experience I, I also think, I mean, you're immortal. Who fucking cares? Like, what are they? That's like, true. You know, I could, what do you, what are the they? The social stigma of it. That will last 10 years and then you outlast, you outlast people. You're going to outlast that stigma. Well, then you think too, like as soon as the people that you know immediately, yeah, you're going to know some people, but you could probably just move to a different part of the world. Yeah, right. And that's that what I'm saying. Like, you know, literally move to the next state over. Like, and it, nobody, it, you can almost move yeah. towns and right. nobody would know. Like yeah. I could move to okay. you know the middle of this state and nobody knows who i am like i grew up in the southern end of this state you don't want to go past the middle or or you could be kind of like you could rise to a position of ultimate power and i mean just manage everything uh, yeah global cabal and everything and then you don't have to hide anything nobody's got more Could knowledge than that. you <laughs> right so i mean but seriously so you said no we both said yes and i think that we could probably point out the perks for a while why I, would you say no i well before he goes real quick i would say the one thing and the reason that i asked that question was my my biggest fear with doing that is i'm sure at some point you're going to get tired of living that's what I would think. And I think that that's probably the the worst thing that would happen is eventually you're going to see so much. You're going to experience so much. You're going to endure so much. that You just fuck, want out. You just want it to awful. be done. Yeah. Right. And, and I think that's the worst part of the whole question is you live so many lives with so many experiences, with so much heartache, with so much love. everything, love, joy, emotion, connection, you, all of those things you live over and over and over. Do you finally become desensitized and do those things no longer matter? Or do you get like reborn all the time? Right. Where you go through these like real horrible stages and you're just, you know, want to give up. And then mm -hmm. there's this rebirth or this re, you know, re, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, yeah, I know it's what you mean. Rebirth yeah. where you kind of like start fresh and regeneration. Even though your life isn't over, you're starting new lives, you know, as it were. Right. I mean, know? and could you discipline yourself or train yourself or, mm -hmm. you know, prepare yourself so that you could make it a good experience overall, despite, you know, the hardships or, you mm -hmm. know, losing people? And, so do you mean you know, like actually like a... Not like reincarnation. Or like like a hitting a reset button. Like, are you talking about like you just have the mental wherewithal to kind of put that behind you and start fresh? What? Or are you saying like there's an actual, like you don't die, but like you, you hit a mental reset button and... Yeah everything's re reset because that's a different, that's kind of a different set of rules because then no, you no, get no, to, no, then no, you get to no. live multiple lives. I'm not saying like you have a cheat button. What I'm saying is you go through your life, you live, you love, you have kids, everyone dies around you. All your mm -hmm. connections are lost. You're horribly depressed. You run off to Tibet, go with the monks in the mountains, hide out for a hundred years, completely disconnect from everything and everyone so until still... you are ready and prepared again mm -hmm. to jump back in and start a new life. 
So it's still on you to kind of jumpstart your own. Yes, yes. But you'll still, still have your emotions the, yeah, and Yeah, you'll still and have all, all okay. the old stuff. So you yeah. have to work out your trauma for 100 years, and then you can come back to a fresh world. Over and over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not at all how much time it would take. But yeah, I don't either. Right. I mean, it you know, it could be depending on the trauma, but it could be depending on the scars. But okay. I, mean, I said no. I, <laughs> so for me, it's a no. I, I am, I'm terrible with loss. Like, I don't process my grief. I don't do any of that. I lose a dog and I'm fucked and like that is that is by far like the most painful shit that I go through in my life is losing either people or you know pets that are very close to me like that is the worst feeling in the world and to have to do that over and over and over and over and over again seems like torture but but I think the part that you leave out in that analogy is all of the all, all the, the good times and all the great experiences and all the all the cuddles and kisses and hugs and all that shit that you I'm not leaving it out, but I'm telling you like it's the feeling of that loss, the feeling of that missing like that part of you. It's a it, it, the scars will be real. It's torturous, man. Like I like I said, I there's lots of things that I still am not over decades later. And yeah, but what about 200 years later? And okay, so look at it from this way. So you and I get it, it's till death you part, you marry your wife whatever, till death you part, she dies. Yep, you're off the hook. You're off the hook. Stroke. Go get another one. But do you do you feel guilty about that? Well, I'd like in that in the scenario. Like you go and you meet somebody else like after they've passed away and you move on with your life and you go and you start a new family you start a new life you start a new that does the like is there guilt there i think there could be Absolutely. i think you because you have i mean to... as going into going into your marriage you didn't plan on being immortal she didn't plan on you being immortal so now not only do you have to watch her get old and die but you have to watch her watch you not get old and die but i think personally and i know this is going to sound super insensitive and i love my wife very very much don't get me wrong but i think you also underestimate how adaptive and how resilient and how people can bounce back, even yourself. And, you know, my wife knows very clearly that we don't believe in soulmate. We don't think that that's a real thing. We think, well, I think, I don't know, it's being entirely for her, but I think that we find people in your lives that you genuinely love a whole lot. There's, what, 7 billion people on this planet? I think it's up to 8 now. 8? Like, I think it's pretty, I don't know, I would say ignorant, that's not the right word, but I think it is pretty ignorant to think that there's only one hu other human being that you will love just as much as the person that you're currently married to right now and that's the only person in the whole world of all time because you're immortal that you're ever going to love that's like, that's that not what emotion. i'm saying i'm saying that with that love does there also come guilt like i'm not saying that i wouldn't well, like yeah, if i was immortal like there's no emotion way less it's not emotion free immortality like yeah of course you're going to feel guilty you're going to feel sad you're going to be depressed but then but then does that does one outweigh the other then like mm -hmm. does the depression the sadness the guilt does that outweigh the this almost selfishness of immortality. Well, coming from someone admittedly selfish person, I don't think you would struggle that much with this one. It it really <laughs> is a struggle. It's things I've thought about a lot. Like it's also, you know, I mean, you ever... Because here's how I interpret what you're saying. To me, what you're saying is death is the only cure that, for your ailments. 
And that's a pretty rough way to, to go about things, in my opinion. I mean, you're not incorrect. Like, it's the, the final cure. You know, like, it is what it is. Like, so, But if you had the opportunity and the ability to cure some of those ailments, you would not be interested in pursuing that? Well, you said you could you could cure physical ailments. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the, the biggest thing here is whenever it comes down to the immortality, the physicality, the physical aspect of it is irrelevant. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, right. that's irrelevant. It's oh, all going to be emotional it's all going to be how can you manage your own your stuff as somebody who has some anxiety issues has you know a lot of overthinking i get it and i don't take that for granted whenever i say that yes i would choose to be immortal because i think that the longer opportunity you have to kind of master yourself and become a better version of yourself and i mean and i do think about you know just everything you're going to be able to learn everything you're going to be able to experience and every you know every regret that you ever have you have opportunities to continuously reinvent yourself and continuously you know but even correct those even getting to the point where okay you're you're past anybody that you know now right mm-hmm. so say you're 150 years old right mm-hmm. you're moving into your second probably third set of people that you of loved ones right mm-hmm. at what point do you stop having loved ones because there's because of the pain not because of the pain but even just how do you find somebody with shared life experience how do you find somebody with shared interest when you're 150 years old and you share them well what I mean you still is experience them. You experience but, it, but like there's there's definitely a gap there. It's like one of the reasons why you, you know, at 45, 50 years old, you don't go date somebody that's 20. Hey, <laughs> caught me out of the game. <laughs> Damn it. So, you know, at 50 years old and dating a 20 year old, even that gap right there is almost it's not worth the putting in the effort to do that because that that gap right there, it there's so little shared experience, there's so little common ground. Now you add a hundred years onto that. So you're telling me that that amount of you know difference just the isn't going to be there if so. If you're to use your example, hold on. If you're 150 years old mm-hmm. and you're telling me that I go to London for my third round of sure. life, let's just call it that, right? My third life cycle, if you will. Like you know, it. in years. And I meet somebody that is obviously considerably younger than I am, that I'm not going to be able to relate to any of their experiences or learn from their experiences. It's completely different culturally. It's completely different people. Everybody processes everything differently. Everybody lives differently. Everybody experiences things differently. You know, it's maybe that person teaches you on a, as silly as it sounds. Maybe they show you how that, you know, a cold shower is refreshing. Oh, and it's, I guess that's at certain point you become, or certain point people stop maturing right like because you you start you start regressing in your mental capacities right so as an immortal you never have that your mental capacities never stop so you just keep progressing and so once you get to a certain maturity or you never stop maturing as an immortal so trying to find somebody that i don't don't even want to say can keep up with you but like it's just like well i've kind of seen this all before i've kind of done this all before like yeah you can probably get through two three four before you start getting bored with shit but after four you're still way far out on that immortality list. Like I don't, I don't, I disagree. Just I simply disagree because completely. I believe that the world is way bigger than we truly understand, and it, it's way bigger than your life experience. Yeah. Like there's so many different lives to live, so to speak, out there that I think it would take a hundred and thousand, maybe thousands of life cycles. Not only that, but it's also the constant evolution of the world and civilization and yeah. society. I mean, because just imagine, like right now, you. I mean, I can tell you, 
I've never lived the life of, you know, a, a rich Dubai person. You know, Dubaian? I don't know what that means. Resident of Dubai? Somebody from Dubai. Dubian? <laughs> Dubian. Um, so, but I mean, like, there, there's so many different things that you would be able to experience. My biggest concern about the whole immortality is becoming numb. I, I still disagree. I, that would be my biggest concern. Do I, but whenever I say being numb, I mean that suddenly, you know, the puppy kisses or, you know, the hugs from a loved one and things like that no longer have the same effect that they did in your first three or four cycles, if you will. I, maybe. I, I mean, I can understand where you're coming from, but, you know, that, that old saying, like, you know, the reason that you hurt so much when you lose somebody is because you love them so much you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but that that doesn't stop that feeling of loss like it doesn't but but it and it almost it washes away like once the loss is there it almost washes away the good like i would how many dogs do you have why didn't you stop at one it wasn't they gave you all the kisses right they gave you all the whatever they gave you all the things genuinely was not my choice Get out of I here. will tell you right now, I have a six. I love dog. them all, but I'm telling you, like, I would have stopped with one. Okay. But you didn't, right? And just like, you know, the, the last one that you got and their little puppy kisses that they give you, are those less than the ones in the first dog you got? Are they less than? Yeah. No, but I can scarcely remember the yeah. one. Have the... you ever lost a dog? Yeah. And it's... Does that keep Fucking... Terrible. Did that keep you from loving your next dog? Didn't keep me from loving it? No. But that's the most simplistic way to break that down. Yeah. Damn it, Mike. Look at you go. It, but but what? It, you, you already do this. You just don't scale it to a level because I think what people do is they're afraid to say something like, well, I can't be immortal because if I'm immortal, I'm going to leave my wife behind and she'll fucking kill me. And mm-hmm. uh, she's the well, only she's one for me. Well, she's not going to because you're immortal. Right, right? Yeah. She's the only one for me and she's the most important thing or this situation or this dog. Or this, like it'll never be as good is this and 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 i don't not being unsensitive to my wife but if there's other experiences and there's other situations and there's other people that you can love just as well maybe more that you'll or differently or differently yeah okay you'll, you'll never be able to experience so in that scenario then why did you get married why why because i saved money on my car insurance okay. With Geico. but i mean a real answer like if that's the it's a commitment it's a commitment it's yes. a commitment but that commitment but you're you're in focused the, okay in the, hold on Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't care about what you're about to say. Um, You are (laughs) solely focused on loss. Yes. You have fixated so hard on the fact of loss yes. that you can't see all the other experiences. Yes. So you know what? You're immortal. Your wife passes away. Your wife could pass away now, and you still have to experience that loss. Okay? I hope she doesn't. She's a lovely, beautiful <laughs> woman. I hope she does not. I hope that she outlives you, personally. I don't want you to die tomorrow, either. I mean, odds are You're not lovely. Um, <laughs> statistically, <laughs> statistically uh, all yeah. three of us are going to go before our wives. But, odds, odds are not in my favor. So. But what I'm saying is it could happen anyway. And then who knows that if even if you're in your mortal life, you don't find love again. So I think it's very short-sighted and it's very negatively viewed by you right now to only focus on the loss because you're not focused on the experiences. You're not focused on the things that you are going to get to experience. I really, really want to drive a flying car. So Real bad. So as much as I am focusing on the negative and the loss and that, I think you guys are drastically overlooking it. I disagree with that completely I, I think you guys are dismissing it as well it sucks but you move on you know you can lose your partner yeah, today absolutely. You, do, you do what you do and you move on and you you get on with the rest of your day you guys are minimizing that loss to Tony it happens every day. every day to people every day so it, now 
And right. is, but is then the fourth be, one going to be any more difficult or the 50th one or the seventh one going to be any difficult and more difficult? To use the dog example, I love my dog dearly and she's going to die. And then after that, probably before she dies, I will get another dog because the experiences of the love and the joy and spending that time is what it's about. Not counting down the days until the heartbreak happens because they pass. But how Can long, we get back to flying cars? But how long after you become immortal does it not become a countdown? I've never been immortal. I don't know that answer. But, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like you got 2,141 years. So, like, how long before? How many? In three months. How many life cycles do you Six go days. to before it's a countdown to? Okay, well, this one's going to be over, or the countdown is 40 years at this point, and that's how you start to live. Is that's in your own? That's your own mental headspace. That's you. That's how you're thinking. That's about how it. you're choosing a, to a live. Greed, and I know me, and I know that's how I think. Like, but you I mean, also just because you're immortal, though, doesn't also give you like inside information on what's going to happen during that time you don't know when your loved one's going to pass you're just living through it no, either way you don't know when they're going to pass but you know that they're going to pass like yeah so if anything that would make you more incentivized to enjoy those times and spend those those moments and love harder yeah love harder that's a good way to put it because you know that it is going to come to an end and you know you are going to outlive this person i don't know even even in your scenario man like okay fine you could probably get over the loss of your wife but the I, kid I, i'm the and kid in, man like in all seriousness i i don't even have a kid and i like i can't it hurts even, to even say it it right. does to even put that thought because the societal hope is that you outlive or your children outlive you by many years. Right. That is absolutely my hope. And no one's going to come knock on my door. I mean, if they do, I'll still say yes. And say, hey, do you want to be immortal or not? And hey, here's how this shit's going to go down. I still would say yes, because I think that the experiences and the things that you would be able to, hell, just experience. I'm going to keep saying experience because I think that that's what life is. I think life is an experience. Well, let, well, let me turn that real quick. So let's say, and I don't want this to happen. Let's say Adam croaks tomorrow, car accident on the way to work. He dies. Could happen. Almost happened right? yesterday. Yeah. Lid lives to be his son a hundred years old okay he missed 80 years of his child's life experiences that he could he have li- experienced he lives to be 100 that's yes that's 86 years that i would have missed so would you take that 86 extra years of experiences and good things knowing that you're going to lose him at the end of that 100 years as a father yes every yes time. fuck yes two thousand times over absolutely every single time and you know what well i just I'll give don't a, deal with my grief properly so that that's my answer. It's, well and then and then that's the other problem like not problem but the other solution is that situation then would maybe help you deal with your grief because you're like kind of like i alluded to you're you're waiting for something to happen but if you are like you're not going to be immortal and always feel like that eventually you're going to do something about it eventually you're going to disappear you know, to the tibetan mountains with yeah. monks for 100 years you'll come to peace or you'll you'll figure out you know how to how to handle your emotions or whatever you learn stuff or like it might take ten thousand years but you got time you got the time the other part of that is and this is getting a little into the weeds but i mean i would imagine your brain only has so much capacity no no okay So anyway, flying fucking cars. cars. Cool. There there we are. All right. So I I would I would think that yes, probably twenty millennia in, you're probably gonna forget some stuff. Yeah, I I would would, assume. I would assume it would happen a lot sooner than that. (laughs) Right. So, So yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So I'm still a yes. 
even after all of that, I'm still a yes. Yes. Right? The the only thing that if someone were to come to my door, as you eloquently put it, and said, hey, do you want to be immortal? I think that would be my one caveat that I would ask for. Said I, w- I could be immortal until I don't want to be anymore. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But I think I also would have the mentality that I'm going to, like, really try it. Like, because when you say immortal, like, yeah, literally, right. it could be 50,000 years. Right. Okay. Would you for want sure. to be alive for 50,000 years? No. Probably not. Eventually, just Eventually, the- I think, you know, to Tony, his point about just getting full of capacity mm-hmm. like you would just get or bored yeah just bored or or things i think you that'd know, be the worst i think you would go through like a in, uh like an unconsequential stage where you know like everything you did didn't matter so you go and rob banks or do fucking math and you know <laughs> go, whatever go breaking bad yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, right. just like fuck it you yeah. know or you just disappear you know like i could i just think there's like so many things that like it would take you so long i couldn't even put a, a year a, a timeline on it well and that you would want to be immortal like what ten thousand years would that be like a fair i don't limit? know i don't know i don't know i mean because it, it 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 all depends i mean but you would have the ability your first probably 50 to 100 years is probably gonna be a little rough you know financially until you can get to that point where you've got a, a big enough nest egg and you've you know done all those things and your first couple of wives have left you large life insurance policies i was gonna say um, just because you're immortal doesn't mean you have well that's what i'm saying like but you, you still have to work for the next 200 years like potentially maybe i would be a lot more inspired to be an entrepreneur let me tell you and i got time to figure it out yeah. i'd still say yes i would still That'd say be yes my only caveat. that's where i'm at what about you do we change your mind or are you still living in grief still focused on the negative yeah yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I respect you sticking to it. I mean, it, and not allowing our amazing debate and fantastic points to sway your poor decisions. It's it's not a. <laughs> it's it's not that it doesn't make sense. It's just knowing me for as long as I've been me. I know that that's <laughs> that's a. Fuck is that? Made me bleed my own blood. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's just, it's a lot easier said than done to put grief and loss and pain behind you. Life's not easy. Life's hard. Life's hard today. Okay. Who said that? So let's just keep it rolling in the, like, I don't know. It it seems, no, I I have not been swayed. I would not like to engage in in mortality. All right. So you're going to stay engaged in mortality. Yes. All right. Until I'm not. (laughs) Until I'm not. (laughs) That's honestly a pretty fair point. I mean, it really is. I'm going to engage in immortality immortality until I'm not. That's accurate. Right. Yeah, yeah, accurate. So I think with that being said, the well, only thing... Well, me and Adam are going to miss you. <laughs> yeah, right? We're going to hang out, by the way. It'll be cool. <laughs> oh, we can finally start a brewery. Figure that shit out. We got time. <laughs> Plenty of time. But hey, I think that, uh, you know, that's probably going to wrap it up. I think that, uh, you know, rest in peace, neighbor. Yeah. I'm sorry I won't get to wave at you twice a month. Sorry, Adam's neighbor, who always wanted you to bring the garbage can up. Sorry, Adam's neighbor, who... Had to wait for that Jeep to move. I don't think that that was the cause of the death. Just I'm going out on a limb. You don't know. It could have caused her a lot of stress. Could have. Could have. All right. Well, good deal. Well, if you guys want to hit us up on the socials, you're more than welcome to at cogs.podcast on the grams. Or if you want to shoot us an email at cogs.pod at gmail.com. Yeah, weigh in on this whole mortality, immortality issue. Let me know what you guys think and what your point is to possibly sway me to immortality. Or if you know a good counselor or doctor that would be able to assist. (laughs) (laughs) Be a long time client. Haven't found a good one yet. But uh, yeah, and in the meantime, don't forget to have a good conversation of your own. Or a great one. Or a great one.